This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by Poober. Never again let your bowels be restrained. When all the stalls are filled, the doors are locked, or there is a small purchase standing between you and a key. Take out your phone and order a Poober directly to where you are within minutes, eliminating the process of finding a bathroom. Break out of the poo prison and poop freely. If you are new to Poober, take a moment to listen to this gigantic log of amenities. Every Poober truck is over 100 square feet of climate-controlled, luxurious restroom space. Multi-zone climate control, you can preset air, water, and seat temps. Customizable ambient mood lighting. Bose speakers with Dolby noise reduction for that comforting blanket of audio privacy. Or Bluetooth, if you decide you want to partake in a more discreet experience. 5G Wi-Fi to surf the web. And heated toilet seats with Toto bidet washlets. Poober guarantees an environment for you to do your business comparable or better than your home bathroom. Some people even call a pooper directly to their house. Pooper also understands that not everyone sticks the landing every time. That's why every truck comes stocked with complimentary undergarments and pants so you can move on with your day without the hassle or embarrassment of having shit yourself. Pooper is the premier toilet to you service. Forbes magazine calls Poober the greatest innovation in defecation technology in the 21st century. Popular Science magazine said first there was toilet paper, now there's Poober. And Consumer Reports says the $20 monthly Poober premium subscription is the best money you can spend on an asshole. Poober, a Popco brand. Hello, thank you for showing up and being here for another Road Soda on this episode. Last week's episode sucked in more than one way, and Popeye's chicken is freaking awesome. <laughs> oh man, guys, uh, last week was a bit of a doozy, and actually at the end of this episode... Or not to the end, but like the, the there's a chunk of this episode where I explain a story about last week's episode. And last week's episode was it wasn't a nightmare. It was just very. It was there's so many obstacles, but yet it was the I, I was it was my favorite because of that interview, the interview that we had. And again, it was a really awesome interview. But as everyone fucking heard, it came out like shit. The audio was dog shit. And uh, I'll tell I'll, I talk about it at the end, and I or I talk about it here in the podcast of like why and everything, and it's just it's uh, I don't know it sucks, and it, what really sucks is that I could interview Malcolm again, but now there's I I like the first I like the first I like the initial like the the slight uncomfortability about like who these people are trying to figure it. And then, you know, if we come back for a second interview, it's just really comfortable. It's candid. And it's more like two people just talking and that's not, I want the interview, but I already know I've already answered all the questions I want to, I want answered. So I can't go and, uh, uh, ask him again. Actually, there have been a few questions that have arised, uh, 
after speaking with him. So maybe I could, maybe I could totally do another interview, but I want, I think it'd be best to let a lot of time pass and let it settle. And I think that's, that would get the best interview. So we'll do it again and it will be better. However, uh, that last episode, that last episode was pretty bad. So guys, thank you again for joining this episode. If you want to write into the show, you can write in and send your stuff to roadsodamail at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Also, we know there's listeners out in New Zealand. You should write into the show and tell us how you heard about the show. That would be fucking awesome. How do you hear about the show all the way out in New Zealand? That would be awesome. Roadsodamail at gmail.com. Or you can call and uh, maybe you have some kind of online phone that you guys can call, but you can call one nine four one. Whoops, that's not right. <laughs> I almost gave you like my work phone number. One seven zero six two hundred one two one three. If you call that number, you can leave a voicemail and we'll play it on the air. We'd love to hear from you. We send you postcards if you're living out in New Zealand. That'd be cool. If you write into the show or anything like that, we send you a thank you postcard and uh, you know, as a thank you for being uh, a part of the show, being a part of the Road Soda. So actually, uh, Malcolm called in after the show last week and he had some some thoughts on the show or he had some thoughts and whatnot so let's listen uh to a call in a voicemail from malcolm brenner the man that we interviewed last week the man who made love with the dolphin here we go hi it's malcolm brenner hey malcolm back on monday evening after just having finished listening to the interview I think in terms of content, uh, it is one of the best interviews I've ever done, although I tend to ramble a little, and I found myself at the beginning, I think, when you wanted to get into things, sort of backing up to explain why I am the way I am, but I'll have to find some way to do that shorthand. On the other hand, there is the question of technical quality. I yeah. think you can't hear my voice through most of the interview. No I'm shit, Malk. I'm not listenable. No. I wish it told me <laughs> at the beginning that we were having audio problems. All right, here, here's the... Right, well, here's the thing, Malcolm. Uh, you know, the the thing is, when we started the interview, you, you had your... your uh, I, I'm only... I'm playing as much... I, I can't ask more of, of whoever I'm interviewing than I can expect them to handle. So we started the interview and, and he had his um he had his his video up. We use Skype most of the time. Um there's I can use other apps, but we use Skype that tends to give the clearest audio quality. Uh but there's it's a podcast, so there's no reason to do any kind of video. But he did have his video up, which is fine. A lot of people do that, but I said, Hey, you don't need your video up. You can turn the video off. And it took him a few moments and he couldn't find out how to do it. And, and at that time was when I was realizing that the fucking audio was shot. So immediately in my head, I'm like, look, man, if he can't turn off the video, I'm not going to do it. There's nothing I can do to fix this audio. I'm just going to have to fucking do what I can. Now, it sounded, it was just, yeah, it was very garbled. And it's because it was he was using the onboard mic. And we talk about it. I talk about it later on in the show. And I did what I could to try to fucking fix it. I sent it to Justin. But, dude, it was just, uh, it was really upsetting. It was really upsetting, but you know what? The show must go on. I couldn't redo it. Uh, we might redo it down the line, but 
it's it's um it is what it is. I mean, I can't. I was very excited about it, and I know that most people probably started listening to it and just shut it off. But uh, and I apologize to all the listeners because the audio quality is something that we're trying to look, work more towards. Uh, you know, making better. That's like such a large part of the show. So, um, all right. And uh, but he 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 has a little more. I still haven't listened to it. So here we go. Built-in microphone. I was using a very cheap uh, pair of earplugs with a built-in microphone. Oh. And uh, the so results could not sound like I'm talking to you on a string in a tin can. Yeah. I'm very sorry about that part of the interview. Next time, in fact, okay, all of interviews, since I've had this problem before, I'm going to start using a microphone. Oh. And uh, that's why I wanted to tell you, thank you for the opportunity to be on. Uh, you know, I could come on and talk to someone and talk to you about some other things sometime. Uh, perhaps uh, I use on the Indian Reservation. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I just wanted to thank you for uh, not having a bias or an agenda or uh, and, and letting me be who I am. Good night. There you go. We'll see. That was the other thing. Like, I, If you did listen to the interview in any capacity, I did tell him I'm not here to... I'm not here to make fun of you or anything, man. Of course, it's it's that's low hanging fruit. Everyone's done it. Everyone's you know you know made their jokes and whatnot. I just I'm I'm intrigued. Can we please just ask the man a serious question about fucking dolphins for a second? Can we please just be like <laughs> get past all this bullshit? Let's just see what the fucking deal is. What's going on here, man? And I I had a great time interviewing and and I could tell at the beginning he was he was a bit defensive expecting that kind of interview expecting that because he gets it so fucking much I'm sure, um, but you know once we kind of broke that down and we we got more comfortable it was it was a good interview and I'm very happy we're on I don't know if you're gonna listen to any more of the show but thank you Malcolm and and you know I wouldn't mind to have you back as I said I could probably. Uh, we could probably do something again, maybe even do that kind of interview and talk about some more. And um, yeah, whatever headphones you're using, man, I just didn't want to say anything then. I didn't think it would we would be able to fix it. Um, and it was, like I said, it, it, it came out. I did a test recording before we started recording, but I did it with my own equipment, like my own phone. I did the test recording. Which obviously I, I couldn't account for whatever microphone that you were going to use, and and uh, I knew it was bad. I just didn't know it was going to be that bad. I honestly, it, it was. I didn't know it was going to be that bad, and uh, whatever. I'm done apologizing about it. it. Is it is what it is. So guys, thank you so much uh, for cracking another road soda. But first, how about another word from our sponsors? This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by Just the Tip. Rich people bribe their way through life, even putting their kids through college. The rest of us can't do that. But now there's Just the Tip, the all-new tipping app that allows you to bribe without any money. That's right, with Just the Tip, put your mouth where your money isn't. Whose dick do I gotta suck around here for a drink? Before, you had no idea whose dick you had to suck. Now just pull out your phone and our algorithm will show you exactly who. Thank God for Just the Tip. I would have never got that drink. Just the Tip allows average Joe to be treated like a sultan. A dick-sucking sultan. When you're doing the news, you're doing the news. You can't ever lose while doing the news. It's the news. Short little news segment for you today. There was an, um, I spent a very <laughs> noxious amount of time 
scrolling through news articles with uh, not a lot of crazy stuff out there. I mean, there's a lot of crazy stuff. It's mostly horrific. You know, people getting locked in basements and shit like that. And um, not that you can't find humor in anything, but it's just kind of rough, you know? How about this, though? This one said, I called this one art in, uh, inspiring dipshits. Two Henderson State chemistry professors arrested for making meth. And I love how in this entire, so I read this article, according to Clark County Sheriff's Department, two Henderson State University professors have been arrested for making methamphetamine. A press release, yada, 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 never once mentions Breaking Bad. When clearly that's what they were fucking doing and that's what inspired them. No, no normal college professors would ever go off and actually do something like that unless they were like, hey, man, they're all sitting around. You know, that could actually work, right? You know, we could totally do that. We get we get those chemicals shipped to us, and we got plausible deniability, man. Yeah, we need them for experiments with the students. Right? Right? But, of course, never in this Anywhere does it ever mention they were inspired by break? We're all, we all know it. We're all thinking it, man. Benzyl chloride, which is monitored, it's used to synthesize amphetamines, and it's the sale is monitored by the DEA. But if it goes to a school, it goes to a school, man. It's perfect. How do these dipshits get caught? I don't know. How about this? This is actually a really interesting news story. Um, in a way that I'll explain it to you. Neighbors on edge after finding hate group flyers in Bradenton neighborhood. Now, Bradenton, Florida is uh, it's where I live now, actually. So um, it's right by Sarasota. It's all in the same little area of Florida. But um, homeowners in one Manatee County neighborhood are a literal on edge after coming across hate group flyers over the weekend. The most recent was found Monday. A homeowner who did not want to be named, found several Ziploc bags throughout the Village of the Arts. Oh, shit. That's where I live. With this, with what seems to be white supremacist literature. Looks like there's some white supremacists around here. It, it didn't actually show what the paper... Oh, man, I just blew into this thing. Guys, I'm going to... Never mind. <laughs> I'm very, when I speak, my plosives or anything with a p comes out very hard. And uh, it's been a it's been a problem for a very long time on this podcast. And I, I am to fix it very soon, so don't worry about that. Um, but yeah, these that's what the crazy part about this news article is that uh, it's in my new neighborhood. That's the neighborhood that I live in now. So apparently there's somebody driving around in this neighborhood tossing out white supremacy papers. And I think the it doesn't show. You have to like click on the, the article and then sort of it shows a picture of the um, the thing that that guy would like. It shows a picture of like the flyer, like what it said on the flyer, but it didn't actually say it in the article. So I can read it to you. It says, how dare anyone try to shame me for my white privilege? And it just goes on to say um, how my ancestors had to toil through the Ice Age for 2,000 years. And uh, then they had a under the tyrant of kings for 200 years. And then down in coal mines. And then it's it's just a really, really strange point of view. Um 
basically kind of saying that white people were were just they worked their ways up, man. <laughs> so you can't shame me because my ancestors worked their way up to be there, and now I will own that white privilege. It's just I don't know, man. Sorry, I'm not in. Look, look, guys, we're out here just trying to do the news, okay? We're just trying to do some news, man. What what else do we got for some news? How about Popeyes, bruh? How about that Popeyes chicken sandwich? How about I had that Popeyes chicken sandwich last night? And it was pretty fucking awesome. It was pretty fucking awesome. Now, what did it for me was definitely the pickle they had on there, but also the breading on the chicken is just fucking fantastic. It's really good fucking sandwich. Now, there's been a lot of Popeyes news recently. There was a lot of Popeyes news articles. One of them that I didn't put on here, but I it's for sure exists. You can look it up. Was there was a Popeye employee that was uh, um, assembling sandwiches, the chicken sandwich, on like a tray that was laid on a trash can. Like that's what they were using. Now... And somebody took pictures. Now, that's not that crazy, okay? Because I used to work at a bagel shop with a crazy old Polish man. And I saw him put the trash can. Sorry, I, I saw him use the trash can stool plenty of times. He took a big old tray, set it right over the top of a trash can plenty of times, all right? <laughs> now, nobody was ever bitching to him. But uh, they got pretty upset about that, about the fact that they were just just close to a trash can, I guess. Um, and then, but this is, is a fight. There was a big ass brawl. Seven workers are out of a job after a brawl at a Popeye's was caught on camera. There was another, also another Popeye's thing where a guy chased this lady out of a Popeye's and then suplexed her. (laughs) She is this 50 year old lady and apparently said, she said some racial slur in there and he came running out this white knight. This is what they fucking want, man. This is what they want. This fucking violence. Like it's. Your, your your violent answer to someone's racial slur, picking up a 55-year-old lady who 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 said, I don't know what the fuck she said. She could, she could have said anything, like, ah, you jigaboo or something, whatever she fucking said, does not make it all right for you to run out in the parking lot and suplex her. <laughs> she fucking, she broke, like, six ribs, an elbow, and a leg. <laughs> Now I have Popeyes. There's seven people. Dude, what is up with this fucking chicken sandwich? You know what it is? They're putting spinach in the chicken sandwich, huh? Ba-da-da-da-da-da-da. It's this Popeyes chicken sandwich is making people go, and f- go fucking ballistic. It was just out of control. That was the first thought that I had when went through my head. Oh, yeah, is what you thought? This is out of control. <laughs> you ever go into a situation and go, now this is under control. <laughs> but this situation is out of control. It was just out of control. That was the first thought that went through my head. Like, this is out of control. <laughs> Richard Forte. Thank you, Mr. Forte. Jesus Christ. A quick trip to Popeye's turned into anything but quick for Forte. On Wednesday night, trying to avoid the long line and drive through I said to myself, wow. There's a lot of people working here. And then they all started fucking fist fighting. A lot of people soon turned into a lot of chaos. I heard one of them yell, it's a fight. They ran to the back of the grills. Okay. 
Now, there was a fight back there. I didn't get that one on tape. You know what else he didn't get? It's fucking chicken sandwich. <laughs> People beating ass back there. Honestly, I wasn't even going to start. I was. I wasn't even going to get the chicken sandwich. <laughs> I ain't even here for the chicken sandwich. I just want. I just. Please, just can I just have some regular chicken and get out of here? Y'all fight. I don't want your sandwich. Oh, my God. Popeye's franchise owner, John Brodernson, said in a statement, this was an unfortunate isolated incident. Yeah, what about the fucking suplex? Which we take very seriously. The dining room was closed immediately after the altercation at 9.30 p.m. As a result of this, seven employees were terminated from the company, including the manager on duty. Milwaukee police responded to Popeyes, but no arrests were made. It's still unclear what sparked the fight. It's probably setting up shop over a trash can with a tray. Popeyes, what is going on? Guys, get yourself one of those chicken sandwich with the Cajun fries, and they have these little pumpkin... Pumpkin pie slider thing. Oh, man. It was good. I like that chicken. It was a good chicken sandwich. I will stand by that right now. And that's been the news. This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by Scamway. I've been ripping off my neighbors for years. But, you know, the type of scams I'm running are a lot of work. And they don't always pan out. Then I came across Scamway. Immediately, I knew I had found the right guys. Because after I had made my initial $59 payment, my card got hit for charges in Malaysia and 10 other states before I even got my package. But I'll tell you this, they know what they're talking about. Look inside that package, definitely shut your card off. They know what they're talking about. These guys are the real deal. That's right, we will not discriminate. We will scam anybody, even the people using our app. You see all these patsies and marks walking around with these big fat wallets and you just can't figure out how to take that money and make it your own. Well, now it's easy with the Scamway app, the all-in-one scamming app. Simply download the app, put your information into our app and we will help you build your own scam that fits your needs. Perhaps a psychic mail order scam is what you need or a Nigerian prince emailing scheme. Scamway. There's many ways to scam, but there's only one Scamway. Scamway. Popco brand. Ho, 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 ho. At the Craigslist segment. So it's the same question as last week. We had this psychic question. It was a new question. I think that's what we're going to do. Something new by the every two weeks. Actually, I'm not going to ever say exactly what we're going to do um, because then we're going to be locked into doing something. I don't want to be locked into doing something like that. I want to have fun with this segment. I want this segment kind of morph and change into whatever it wants to. And then if we want to drop it one day, we'll completely fucking drop it. How about that? <laughs> How about that? Anyway, this is the Craigslist thing segment. Um. So we've done a couple different Craigslist postings, and we kind of see what we're trying to get out there. The most recent Craigslist post was uh, Patrick was was with us on the last episode, and Patrick gave, he uh, he played now he played the psychic because the posting was uh, free psychic reading. I have recently discovered after a near fatal car accident that I have unusual psychic 
abilities. I do not feel comfortable accepting monetary compensation for this gift, but need to share it. Please call this number and leave a voicemail with a question. Uh, please call this number, 706-200-1213. That's the, everybody, what an easy number. And leave a voicemail with a question you would like me to answer with my gift. Please no texts. I need to hear your voice for my gift to work. I will listen to your voicemail and call you back with the answer to your problem. Now, um, we got a lot of calls. <laughs> we didn't actually get a lot of calls, but I did get a good amount of calls. Now, um, so last week, Patrick was Patrick uh, was the psychic. He was channeling the psychics, and he was uh, giving all the answers through you know Miss Cleo and all that kind of stuff. So, but I'm going to do that this week. This week, I'm going to be the psychic, and let's see if I can predict the future of these folks here okay so here's the first one uh-huh. okay so <laughs> and that guys i just want to help you i just want to let you know i didn't understand any of that as much as you did it and it wasn't the audio it wasn't it was completely fucking inaudible. <laughs> There's nothing we can do about it. I think at the end he said, uh, because I'm a bad boy. I think that's all we got there. Uh, so let's see. All right, that one didn't leave a message. They did not leave a message. It's one, two. Let's see. Here we go. Hi, my name is Roseanne. I saw your ad on Craigslist. Um, um, I am from Florida. And I just need a lot of guidance and advice on an issue um it's, it's a bad situation i don't know if you're a true psychic you can help me thanks bye yeah totally i'm a true psychic you like what makes you think i'm not a i told you the story i got hit by a fucking car okay and now i've got a superpower what part of that makes me fake that's real Psychics are real. I'm real. So I wish you, she never, she, I don't know if she called back or not. I'm going through this as, as we go. Let's see, Monday, Monday, two, uh, I didn't, so I haven't listened to any of these. These are, and you know, you know how I do. Uh, but that was her whole message. All right, let's hear this next one. But I hope whatever issue is, I hope things aren't going bad for her. I mean, it sounds like it's kind of rough, but you know, it's probably a fucking boyfriend and he's probably not the best and he's probably, that's just usually what it is. Uh, so I'm going to say, um, dump him, honey. Is he incarcerated? <laughs> All right, here's the next one. I need you now. For my number. I want to know. I've been told I have gifts. I want to know if I have gifts or if I've just been convinced of things. Again, my name's Tony. My number's 201. Well, Tony, I'll tell you what gift you don't have, and that's being smooth. Oh, I don't know if I had told you. Uh, I forgot to tell you on this one, but yeah, there's a picture of a, a nice, attractive lady 
on the thing. Somebody who looks very holistic, like they might have, but it always makes people feel more, like they want to call in. If it was like some weird looking witch lady or something like that, people probably wouldn't call in as much. Or maybe they would. Maybe that would be more believable. But I just feel like you also get these weird dudes. He's probably wants to be like, my gift is that my dong is really long. I don't know. It's <laughs> there was a guy on here last week who was who was talking about feet having a foot fetish. So you tell me, what do you think these people? Are? You think these they're normal? Uh oh. And then Malcolm Brenner left us a. Let's let's worry about that. I, I never I I didn't know he left us a message. Um, I guess he listened to the episode. And uh, let's see. Here we go. He wants to know if he's going to... So are you going to get back with Andrea? Kevin is going to get back with Andrea and her birthday. He he gave the birthdays like, I'm going to look at the stars. You don't understand how my gift works. Okay, my gift works by listening to your fucking voice. Okay? Now I'm going to tell you what your future holds by listening to your voice. Andrea's not coming back. I'm sorry to say that's the bo- that's the bottom line. Also, uh, she's a Leo. She's a Leo. Is she a Libra? <laughs> oh, man. That guy had a really, really deep... He had a better radio voice than I do. Ready? Listen. Oh, whoop. Let's see if we can get started again. Hello, babe. Um, I'm calling to see uh, what I'm going to get back with uh, Andrea. Now, was Andrea one night stand? I got so many questions, but you know what the bottom line is? No. All right, let's look for the. All right, what's the what's the next one? We're getting there. Here we go. Ready? Hi, I saw your ad on Craigslist, and my question is, I would like to know when I would start getting clients for my business. Thank you very much. Sorry, dang lady, we already told you you're going to get clients before before Christmas. Somebody needs to tell this lady that she's going to get clients before the end of the year. I wonder what her business is, though. Huh. All right, here's another one. Ready? This is so much fun. I really like... That was just somebody either chewing really loudly or, you know, that kind of thing was going on. <laughs> This one looks like some kind of spam. Uh, all right, here we go. Ready? This one's unknown. I can't even call them back unless they give their number. And my question is, what do you see my future love life to be like? If you have an answer, a second answer that is, please call me back at six. Yeah, well, how about I don't call her? Okay. Is there more? (laughs) 
I'll tell you what. This man, he forgot to hang up, but he started dialing. Maybe he was calling the next psychic. He said, if you do have a psychic answer, like he, like I got an answer, and uh, I'll tell you what, your love your love life does not um, involve me. I think there's a lot of the creepy guys that call like that are expecting this lady, like they're trying to get something with this lady. Um, <laughs> boop, boop. Here, ready? Hey, Faith, I would like a gift from you. Hello? Didn't answer. All right. And then uh, here's the most recent one. And um, looks like there's no... Looks like there's no message. So that that creepy guy was the last one. So yeah, you guys can call in too. Maybe you can call in for your also your free psychic reading. And you can do so at 706-200-1213. How diddly does that sound? And next week, we'll see what the new um, prompt is, and we'll see what kind of people we get calling in. I'm just, I'm looking forward to it, man. Maybe we can get somebody to come buy our lawnmower. I'm looking for to, I'm looking for to sell a lawnmower, eh? <laughs> I don't know. We'll try something. This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by Mind Over Water. Energy, vitality, relaxation, invigoration, mind over water. Mind over water offers everything you can possibly want. Will it hydrate? Yes. Does it taste good and will it make me feel good? Yes, yes. Will it make me full and content? Yes, and also happy. Mind over water is the only bottled water that will do everything you can think of. Full amino profile, High protein, high gluten, vegan, gluten free, beef, chicken or fish, dairy filled, and lactose free? Sure, just for you. If you think it, you can drink it. Mind over water, a Popco brand. Microbiology class. That's what this section is. This section is called the microbiology class, where I teach you the ins and outs and ups and downs of microbiology, you know, all the stuff you need to know about microbiology. It's very small, it's biology, and uh, I'm going to teach you in this class. Anyway, (laughs) this is the Millennial Book Club segment, aka just fucking watching Netflix. We just watch, it's got to be Netflix originals. We only watch Netflix originals, and then we talk about them. This uh, last week's episode... Uh, was void of a millennial book club. It was absent because uh, the segment got recorded over by the news. Like when I went to go, I went and clicked it to listen to it, and it was it was the news. Uh, it said millennial book club, but it was the news. So, uh, and I had Patrick on it. But what we're gonna do is we're just gonna I'm gonna redo it. We'll do it again. We're just gonna be me by myself, and it was breakfast lunch and dinner so i hope you watched and not ate i mean i hope you ate breakfast lunch and dinner but i also hope that you watched i hope that you watched it because it was it was the the millennial book club segment i just keep buying time till i open this chef david chang is joined by celebrity guests to explore the cuisine and culture of different cities around the world so it's a fucking chef travel show it's I, I'm 
what the fuck? Like, who the fuck is still green lighting these things? It's it's it blows my mind that anyone can pitch this shit and then people are going fuck yeah do it like how saturated can this fucking space get look people also search for ugly delicious the mind of a chef the chef show hung's world a cook abroad what and there's and there's view 10 more <laughs> View 10 fucking more. It is got to be ready. Look, somebody feed Phil. Street food, 20, S24, uh, wait, $24.24. Nailed it. Oh my God. It's just, there's so much. And then uh, anyway, so what he does is he hangs out with people and he eats three meals a day. He travels around. He hangs out with somebody famous and he eats through them. It's the same goddamn show over and over again. And it's it blows my mind. Like I said, that people even green light this. It's like I am also blows my mind. How are there still fucking pizza places opening up in New York City? Like, how do you get a fucking loan in New York City for a pizza place? Like. Who's doing it? You know what? I got got an idea. I'm going to open up a pizza place down on the corner. It's like... There's a... There's a million fucking... There's a million fucking pizza places. How can you open another one and make it work? There's a million... One of these shows. How can you open another one and make it work? And it's like... I don't know. I guess when you're in the neighborhood and you're not in your neighborhood anymore and there might be a pie there and you just have that pie, right? You're going to get the pizza... And I guess it's the same thing with these shows. Like, you know, it might be you've watched all the other show and this one's just kind of there and you'll watch that one because it's the same fucking feeling. You see, the, I feel the same way watching this show as I do just about all the other travel shows. And that's, I need my own travel show. That's what I've felt since I was a fucking child. But uh, they all make me feel the same. Like, I feel the same, um, like, the encouragement um, I feel the same inspiration to to travel and to experience, and of course, uh, do my own. Like I've always, that's just been a dream. But I'm assuming what other people also feel is just the inspiration to go do that stuff. You feel the same, and it's almost like a jealousy that you want. I want to do that shit too, right? And or like I want to go to that country and see those things. And it's a good show, you know. David Chang's a good host, and of course, if you want to fucking hate. Seth Rogen's laugh more than you already do. Fucking watch this. That laugh. <laughs> it's. Uh, hold on. That's not even how it is. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> I'd have to listen to it and then I can do it a little better. But he. If I was on that show with Seth Rogen, I would. I think I would just do everything I could to not make him laugh. Um, I would stop. I would. I would stop trying to be funny. <laughs> I want to hear a different laugh, you know. Uh, Patrick, when he did this segment with us, he said everyone's got about three laughs, right? And I want to know, or maybe he didn't say that. Maybe I heard it somewhere else. I don't know, man. I'm losing long tracks of time, but everyone's got more than one laugh, right? I want to hear like what what is Seth Rogen's like tickled laugh? Like someone's tickling him, you know? Because I think that's the realest or one of the most real laughs. Um, but. Uh, not to say that it's a fake laugh. I think he's a very jovial guy. Anyway, they travel around in Vancouver. Vancouver seems cool. They eat a bunch of shit. Fucking watch it if it's there. That's it. 
I can't give you anything else. It's the same fucking travel scenario. Now Patrick and I were able to talk. Were able to talk about this on the other like when we recorded this the first time, because we had stories, we had things to talk about. Dude, I got shit to talk about. It's the same fucking thing. It's not bad. It's not bad. If you're if you if you want to watch a travel show, if you like travel shows, fucking watch it. It's cool how he shoots it. He does. He shoots it a little cooler than, you know, how most travel shows do. There's a little, there's little things at the beginning that kind of that. There's like little scenes in the beginning that he creates that kind of tie into the rest of the episode, and you know you get to see him with uh, all these famous people. But really, it's just David Chang hanging out with famous people eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's it's another like. It's another comedian in comedians in cars getting coffee, but it's. And I guarantee that came up in the pitch meeting. Of course it came up in the pitch meeting. He's like, uh, all right, so picture Anthony Bourdain, but comedians in cars getting coffee. Uh, and, and they're like, fucking ship it. I like those things. That's a good show. It's it's entertaining. I think I'm just sour. I think I'm just bitter because David Chang's a good host, but it's like I think there needs to be like a... Uh, I think you need the kind of person that's like a, a late night host you know somebody who's he can he's able to carry it along but also be very entertaining when it's not entertaining and i think once they find that person the the there will be a person found that sets the trope for these new fucking like travel shows or it sets these for these um they're almost like interview shows they're like talk shows but they're they're avant-garde talk shows like this new comedians and cars getting I'm gonna let's have a real conversation it also comes from this birth of birth of like podcasting and this long form interview that that people are doing it's like let's take people out of the fucking like well I'm gonna come out of the curtain and I'm gonna wear a suit as my best suit I'm gonna tell my story we're gonna we practice this conversation uh two hours ago earlier today and it's just I think it's dead and um I think you know this other kind of but it's it's entertaining it's more it's a lot more entertaining to watch. Um, of course, he eats a bunch of food that he just goes uh, that he loves, uh, or that you want to be eating. Of course, he loves the food, but um, yeah, Seth Rogen gets some super fucking high, and then uh, they eat a donut. It was, it was the best thing I've ever had. It's such a fucking typical stoner. Like, it couldn't have been more. Of like, of course, it's the best thing you've ever fucking had. You just got blazed, and you're eating a fucking fresh donut. <laughs> you fucking dipshit. And then he tries to make it sound like I never knew, I never re- realized that donuts really like the perfect food. It's got like the perfect texture and like the sugary crunch and the sweet and the salt and the oil and the fat. And I'm like, you are so high. <laughs> you're not wrong. It is, but it's just that is. A, such a fucking high person statement. Jesus. Anyway, it was a good show. If you want to watch it, you should watch it. Watch it if it's there. Especially, like I said, if you like travel shows. And then when I get my travel show, you can fucking watch it or die. <laughs> that's the next level. That's the that's above must watch it. Right? So now we have to deal out the next Millennial Book Club segment. What is the next Millennial Book Club segment? How about, where's my phone, everybody? Found it. It's on my black jacket, but my phone is black, so it's hard to see. This, the new thing that we are watching is, oh my God. 
It's call me Dolomite, but I want to make sure I have the the synopsis. Uh, Dolan Dolomite is my name. That's the name of the new one. And it is Eddie Murphy and Wesley Snipes give gleefully grandiose performances as black exploitation. Now they spell it B L A X Poitation. As if that softens the blow of saying B L A C K S Poitation. If we call it that, well, in testing, that didn't really go over go over too well. People it was a little harsh on people's ears and it made them cry when they heard the word black. Exploitation, which first of all, fucking black exploitation is fun. In this this movie, any movie that exaggerates black culture is exploiting black culture. I think that's a little ridiculous. Black exploitation. I want to look at that. I want to look up what blacks like. What the what do they say the definition of? Because it's like um, Napoleon, not Napoleon. Uh, um, Call me Dolomite. There was another movie. It was like took place in like the seventies, and it, I can't remember. Oh my god, Di- Dynamite! I think it was just Dynamite. I don't remember. Somebody can help. If you can, you can call into the show at seven zero six two hundred one two. I almost forgot the phone number. Seven zero six two hundred one two one three, and uh, you can tell me if you know the movie I'm thinking about. It took place. It was like supposed to be one of those. You know, really stylized black 70s movies like Kung Fu and shit. I think it was just Dynamite. Anyway, this is kind of similar. It takes place in the 70s. Uh, but Eddie Murphy's in it. And it's like the first time Eddie Murphy's been in a movie in, uh, I think it's 10,000 years. Um, black exploitation heroes in this true story that captures the essence in it of 1970s LA. And it's a true story. So this seems like it. I think this is going to be a very awesome thing to watch. It's a 98% match. Uh, it's radar. It's uh, 158 minutes, and it is a Netflix original because you know the Millennia Book Club is always a Netflix original. Now, guys, if you want to suggest a Millennial Book Club segment, if you're like, let's watch this, guys, like because that's what a club does. A club can everyone can come together and and choose things together. So if there's like a show that's a Netflix original that you want to watch. You can do that. Now, Nelly of the Jeff and Nelly combo, she suggested that we watch the, the Red Sea Diving Resort. Um, not that she, she didn't suggest it specifically, but she said, oh, you guys should check out this list of the five worst movies and pick one. And we picked one. But um, it wasn't that bad. It was okay. It was kind of shitty, but it was just, it was all right. But... Um, I think this movie is going to be really good. I'm actually really excited to watch it. It seems like it's going to be a lot of fun. Dolomite is my name. Guys, you can watch it. And then if you want to write a review or you can give it, like I said, there's all we just want you to contact us. You can contact us. You can write a review about what you thought. We'll read it on the air. We listen to it on the air. Or you can also uh, say, uh, um, suggest an earlier Millennial Book Club segment. And you can do that by emailing us, roadsodamail at gmail.com. You can email that, your all that kind of stuff. Or you can call and leave a message. Remember, it's a message. You get to leave a message when we play the message. So it's 706-200-1213. And um, go ahead and give it a call because you can, um, because you can and because uh, we like to have you. All right, guys. This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by the Romanian Pharmacy of Value. 
The Romanian Pharmacy of Value recognizes one man's unwanted side effect is another man's cure. The FDA is very stringent with what they approve, and a lot of times, they are the only thing standing in the way of your relief. Well, guess who doesn't have a say in what goes on in Romania? Our value technicians will help put you in touch with the pills you need. And we don't stop with one pill. Our technicians know that sometimes the path to relief has zigs and zags. Lucky for you, they know how to get the job done. Just listen to this happy customer. I had severe to moderate eczema. So I called up the Romanian Pharmacy of Value and they recommended that I take this sleep aid with a side effect that got rid of my eczema. It was called Zolcam D and it worked, but it gave me night terrors. I wasn't worried. They recommended another pill. It was actually a trial medication for brain cancer, but that gave me overactive bladder and I wasn't worried about that either. All I did was consult the Romanian Pharmacy of Values on staff value technician and they gave me a cat feline sedative that put not me to sleep but my urinary sphincter and now you can bet i'm going all in for full speedo this summer thanks romanian pharmacy of value so if you have medical needs you need taken care of on a budget and you have an adventurous spirit please won't you make to call the romanian pharmacy of value a popco brand So last week was a very special episode. I was very, very excited about last week's episode because we interviewed Malcolm Brenner, a.k.a. the author of Wet Goddess, Recollections of a Dolphin Lover. And I was so pumped to have that episode. I was so excited to even... Even that he reached out to me, I was, uh, everything about it, it's just a really cool get for the podcast. It was just a really interesting, intriguing, intrigue piece, if you will. Like, that's really what we're going for at Road Soda, is that kind of thing. Um, but then, I mean, as you probably could have uh, gathered or you, you heard on uh, the podcast or that episode or the last episode... The audio was total dog shit. It was it was horrific, and I'll tell you what happened. It was so uh, uh, not too long ago we um, got some new equipment, and I I thought it was the new equipment. I thought it was how I was recording with the new equipment, but it wasn't. It was the fact that out of all the uh, episodes that we've ever recorded, recorded requiring somebody to uh, call in via Skype. Everyone's always called in on Skype, like on their cell phone, and then just kind of used their phone, uh, like up to their ear, as if it was like a, um, you know, like a phone call, or had a headset microphone, or like a yeah, like ear earbuds that had also a microphone on it. And uh, this was not the case with uh, Malcolm. Malcolm was just using his onboard uh, microphone on his on his computer. And when you're sitting there talking to somebody in person, you can understand them. But when you do the recording the way that we do, which is, I mean, this is not, there's no reason to keep, it's not like it's a secret or anything, but we literally just put the microphone up to the other, you know, up to the speaker. And in most cases, in all the cases we've done it, the, the audio for these, for these interviews has been, been good. It's very listenable. It sounds like somebody calling in. It sounds no, no different than someone calling in on a, you know, a radio show and, and that kind of recording. Though in the future, 
that is the hope to have that kind of um, technology where, where I'm recording it uh, directly on board the the computer. It goes directly through our interface rather than having to literally put a microphone up against the, the speaker. But for now, it works. And uh, But his audio was just so bad. And it wasn't until I started, I, I went to go edit that episode and I heard that audio and I was like, man, this is, this is so terrible. Um, and I tried to fuck with it a little bit and I couldn't fix anything. But what I really wanted to kind of tell you guys about is the mayhem, the absolute mayhem. Now there's always, there's been a problems in the past. Like we've had, um, things happen here and there where it was difficult to get an episode up, but there was, there was problems that we ran into in an episode, but, um, never, and I wouldn't be talking about it. I wouldn't be bringing it up because I, I listen to all kinds of, I listen to all kinds of podcasts and all they do is bitch and complain about how busy they are and how hard it was to get the episode. I don't, that's not my style. That's not my shtick. If you were listening, if you, it's also the same thing, and that's how I've always been. Like uh, when I ran my Vine account and I was hiking the Appalachian Trail, you never once saw a single Vine about how hard the Appalachian Trail was or about the hardships that were going on because it's part and parcel. Like you're you're out there. Don't everyone's experiencing that. Everyone's going through that kind of shit. Don't fucking dwell on it. Don't talk anyway. But. The reason I'm t- I'm bringing this up is because it was it was like an anti-synchronicity. It was like anti-synchronicities or synchronicities that continued to happen that were just like this is it was it was insane. It was insane to me and it's crazy to me how many obstacles came up while trying to post last week's episode. So let me start by saying that uh, already I moved to a new location, like uh, I moved apartments, I moved into a new place, and um, I knew uh, uh, uploading or, or just the podcast in general was going to be a little, I mean, I was going to have to figure out the internet situation and all that kind of stuff, because I, I didn't have internet as of yet, but, um, so let me just kind of walk you through everything that happened. First of all, a little earlier in the day, um, the day that I, so I'll record one day, and the next day I go back and I edit, and I went to go edit and I just listened. I just wanted to listen to the interview with Malcolm and I, I turned it on and I heard it. I was like, man, this is so bad. So I first went to go, uh, I called Justin. I was like, hey, Justin, man, please, is there anything you do? Because he's like an audio engineering guy. He really knows what's going on. And I was like, can I send this to you and you can maybe do something with this because it is it is so bad. And he's like, sure, man, yeah, send it on over. So now I go, okay, well, I, I don't have internet what the fuck am I going to do? So I turned on, I, I used a hotspot and the hotspot was on the phone. It connected and it worked, but the up and down speed was so fucking bad that for me just to send that one audio file to, to Justin, it would have taken me like an hour or more. So I was like, fuck it, I'll go to McDonald's. So I ran down the street to McDonald's and then I sent the file to him. So already we're starting to encounter the first problem. But this is like fine. Like if if it was just this, you guys would never be hearing about it. Trust me. So let's continue. <laughs> and I sent them, I sent him the thing, but now he has to edit it and then I have to re-download it. So I was like, well, I'll just go home. So I went home and he fucked with it for a while. 
And then he messaged me again, and he said, and then he messaged me uh, and said, "Hey, it's all finished." So I had to go back over to uh, McDonald's. Now McDonald's closes at midnight, and it's like ten o'clock at night. So now I've got a two-hour window. So, uh, but that's fine. And I figured I might as well just download the thing there because I'm gonna have to upload my podcast at the end of this. I'm gonna have to upload the ep- episode at the end of all this. So it's either I go to McDonald's and and download his segment that he fixed, come home, edit, and then go back and upload, or I just stay at McDonald's and do the whole thing. So I said, fuck it, I'll just stay at McDonald's and do the whole thing. So I went to McDonald's and I um, brought my laptop, and now the laptop that I have is a second-hand laptop, and the, the, the battery is notoriously dodgy. And if you don't have it plugged into a wall constantly, uh, it could you could ride it out a couple hours, but it also could uh, decide to just go. I'm dead now at any point. So I brought I brought the cord and I went to this McDonald's. It's a recently renovated McDonald's, and the McDonald's has no power outlets in the entire fucking thing. I walked around every wall in the whole place. And there's no power outlets. I get why they do it. Because there's a lot of bum traffic around in the area. I get it. I understand. They don't want people setting up camp in there all day. Charging their phones and that kind of stuff. They don't want that. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. They just don't want it in there. They don't want the riffraff in there doing that kind of stuff. But what about me? Who needs to upload a fuck... Who needs to do this podcast? The important road soda podcast. They didn't have... So now I go, well... It looks like I just need to try to edit my podcast before, not only before my they close at midnight, but also before my my computer decides to shit the bed, right? So now there's two things there's two things going at me, and I, I'm racing the clock. I'm going crazy, and uh, uh, it was twelve, almost twelve on the dot, and I finished the podcast. The computer still didn't die. Now that is a miracle. That is a miracle that it lasted two hours because I don't think it's almost ever lasted two hours without dying. And now I still need to upload the podcast. So it's midnight. They're not kicking me out because that's what time the lobby closed. And I go, okay, we can do this, right? And I sign on to the McDonald's internet and I try to go to, to our podcast host and it's fucking blocked. The pod, I did all this and the podcast host where I upload my podcast is blocked. It's blocking me from signing in because McDonald's Wi-Fi doesn't want me to put any any information on it, any sensitive information like my usernames and passwords because other people will be able to fucking take it. And I recently changed hosts. So I first I panicked. I was like this is this is fucking insane. This is bullshit, right? Uh, I was willing to to risk it. I didn't give a shit. I just needed to upload the podcast. So uh, what happened is we recently switched to Podbean, uh, but I still have my SoundCloud host is still being paid for because there was one more one month left of it. So uh, I was like, well, I could still upload it to SoundCloud, and it will still you know post everywhere. Uh, like it should, everyone will still be able to receive the podcast on Monday morning if I do it this way. I can't believe how much more of this is. This isn't. This is fucking so upsetting. So then, 
So then I went over to SoundCloud and SoundCloud is also being fucking blocked. I cannot sign in. It will not allow me to sign in because it will it would be me giving my username and passwords. I thought it was my uh, ad block and all that kind of I turned I got rid of ad block. I did everything. I got just opened everything up. So any possibility of that it was something doing it wasn't. It was the the McDonald's Wi-Fi was not letting me do this. So computer still alive and now what am I going to do I need to upload this thing so I leave McDonald's and I was like well fuck it maybe I can go to um let me see I have notes here for everything so I said maybe maybe I can go somewhere else so I pull up to a books a million down the road which yeah I know most books a million this is like the last books a million left in the fucking world I believe but I pulled up to the books a million and I I pulled up really close outside and they got wi-fi it's locked locked so what do I do I go to a then I, I cruise down to a, a a now mind you it's midnight I cruise down to a um a Starbucks and all the Starbucks in this area are not 24 hours anymore and I cruise up and I was like well just sit outside and I'll use the Starbucks Wi-Fi right I pull up their Wi-Fi is locked after a certain time so after a certain time you are not allowed to use their Wi-Fi it just says join us at our regular business hours so now I'm like, well, you know what? I can use the hotspot. I'll just go home. I'll use the hotspot and it will be, it'll just take a long time. Whereas before I was, I didn't want to make Justin wait so long to, to send him that file. But now it's like, fuck it. As, as long as it's uploaded by before tomorrow morning, who cares, right? So I go home and I set up the hotspot and I start uploading. Of course, I see it. I'm like, this shit's going to take forever. So I pass out, and this is probably about one o'clock. I wake up at two fifteen, and I see my computer, and my session on Podbean, like my 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 time on there had it had timed out. It timed out, and it stopped the upload. And I was like, I can't fucking believe this. This is this is fucking insane. So I it's two fifteen now. I started again. Do you see? This is. It's just one thing after a fucking other. So again, right? Again, I, I go to start it again. And uh, I go back to bed. And then I wake up at 3.15. I remember it was always like 3.15. And I wake up at 3.15. And it's it stopped again. Because of the same reason. So now I'm like, well, I only have one choice. I have to stay up with this thing and let it go. So I started it and I just started surfing the web on my phone and I just let the the computer sit there and I let it do its thing. And at one point when it was loading, it was getting closer to like four in the morning now and it's almost halfway done and I'm looking at the the screen that it's on and of course there's other options on the side like you know so you can navigate the website and I figured because when you're on SoundCloud and you want to go, if you're uploading something but you want to go look at you know, your stats or something on, on another episode, you can go and navigate to that website, but it still is uploading. Like it'll still like same thing with like YouTube, like you can upload your video and still go, you know, look at other things on your channel. Right. So I, I go and I click on my stats. I'm on Podbean. I'm uploading it and I go to click stats so I can look at some, cause I'm just fucking doing whatever, you know? And as soon as I click stats, it fucking leaves the page 
and it stops the fucking upload again. Like, I, I just can't tell you how crazy it is to me. I, I hope you, so you understand how many obstacles there are so far. The It's just, it's, it's first thought, the why, not having Wi-Fi, being able to do it, no, 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 no outlets uh, at, at McDonald's, and then McDonald's not letting me sign on, not letting me sign on to SoundCloud or Podbean, uh, uh, not being able to get on to Books a Million, not being able to get on, the audio being shitty, uh, just every fucking thing, every fucking step of the way, and that's not even all of it, I left some things out, I'm remembering I left th- some things out, I don't know if you realized, there was no Millennial Book Club, I recorded an entire Millennial Book Club last episode. The entire I recorded that segment with Patrick, but it got saved over because I've. Uh, oh my god! The whole, so the whole Millennial Book Club segment was gone. I clicked to open it up, and it was just the audio from the news segment. It's just oh my god, man! It was just <laughs> so there's there was no Millennial Book Club. I realized that was all gone in the in the course of me editing the podcast at McDonald's, I realized the Millennial Book Club segment was completely gone. And then I also realized that the the, the sign-off music, because there's music at the end, there's sign-off music, and uh, I, I just I didn't record any when I was doing during the recording session, so I had to go and recycle some from uh, different episodes, which is fine. It's like There was workarounds for that, and it's okay. Like The episode did get posted. What happened was it was so that final time, and I clicked it, uh, I clicked off the page. I was I did it one last time, and uh, that was the thing that did it. That finally did it. I was up until five in the morning on Monday. Um, yeah, I was up until five in the morning. So the that's the latest the road soda has ever been posted, and over a year, the I've only it's been like twelve or twelve thirty a few times. But uh, it's never, and well over a year, it's never, ever, ever been five in the fucking morning. Um, and what's I think my favorite part of the whole thing is it was the final part, the final time that it was uploading. And um, like the after four in the morning, you know, and I did the, and I clicked off of it like an idiot. Like I just didn't know that I was going to do that. Uh, so it's the final time it's uploading and it's almost done. It's it's almost completely done, and there was a a post. I was just surfing Facebook again, just trying to kill time, trying not to fall asleep while it uploaded. And there was a post on um, Facebook that I read, and it and it was a picture. It said, "This is Jim Thorpe." Uh, now Jim Thorpe was a Native American who was like a triathlete and. A, he was a, a major league baseball player and football player. The guy was just a, f- a fucking athletic specimen. And um, back in the uh, early 1900s. Anyway, so this is what it says. It says, uh, look closely at the photo. You can see that he's wearing different socks and shoes. This wasn't a fashion statement. It was the 1912 Olympics. And Jim, a Native American from Oklahoma, represented the U.S. in track and field. On the morning of his competitions... His shoes were stolen. Luckily, Jim ended up finding two shoes in a garbage can. That's the pair that he's wearing in the photo. But one of the shoes were too big, and so he had to wear an extra sock. Wearing these shoes, Jim won two gold medals that day. 
This is a perfect reminder that you don't have to resign to the excuses that have held you back. So what if life hasn't been fair? What if you were going what are you going to do about it today? Whatever you woke up with this morning, stolen shoes, ill health, failed relationships, failed business, don't let it stop you from running your race. You can experience more in life if you'll get over the excuses and get on with your life with living. You can have reasons or you can have results, but you can't have both. No excuses. He has a little picture of, of these really re- goofy, ridiculous shoes um, that he's wearing. Anyway, I, I'm no Jim Thorpe. And road soda is not the 1912 Olympics. But I just thought out of... Because there were so many times throughout that experience. There were so many times... When I was like, fuck it, I guess I'm just not going to post an episode. Uh, like at 2, 2.15 in the morning. Like every at the, at the end of every single episode of Road Soda, we tell you, go to bed early. It'll change your life. And I'm up at 2.15. I'm up at 3.15. I'm up at 4 o'clock. I'm up at 5 o'clock. Do you, do you know how I felt at 4 o'clock in the fucking morning after everything that happened? There was no internet, fucking no outlets. The, the Millennial Book Club segment was gone after all this fucking shit. The whole the whole segment the whole thing I, the 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 whole interview which which is arguably my favorite interview we've ever fucking done but the audio came out like dog shit it's just but at the end uh, uh, you know I I was like and I saw that right as it was about it was almost right as it it was about to finish and I saw that posting um but it made me feel better but at the same time it, it just made me think I'm like. It's fucking road soda. <laughs> like, who cares? I mean, not who cares. Like, I feel good doing it, but at the end of the day, I know how many people are actually listening, and it's, you know, um, yeah, it's, it's, but I like doing it. It's fun to do it. We're having fun, right? We're having fun here, right? I just wanted to let everybody know. Uh, I could get him back. I could get Michael J. Brenner back for another interview. He's really eager to do it. I'm just a little reluctant to do it because he's too comfortable now. Um, but I definitely, I mean, I'm going to let a lot of time pass and then I'm going to ask him back. Uh, but we got some other interesting shit lined up on the show. And I just I just thought that story was, it was, uh, of course it had that really, the really cool thing at the end where I saw that it made me feel better about making the decision to continue trying to get it posted and finally getting it posted, how, how relieving that was. But it's also just, I don't know. I thought it was really, really, uh, crazy how many obstacles there were. How quickly the show goes. It was another one where I was all by myself. If you made it all the way to here and you didn't notice, I mean, it's kind of weird. But uh, <laughs> what did we learn? We learned that Popeye's chicken is freaking awesome. If you can call in 706-200-1213 and tell me what that's from, I will send you a free postcard. Again, 706 706- 200-1213 Popeye's chicken is freaking awesome is a quote from what and um, let's see what else did we learn we learned that 
you should just do it, guys. No matter how many obstacles, if there's something you love doing, if there's something you're passionate about doing, just keep fucking doing it. Um, you know, this podcast is probably going to be going on for many, many, many years before it, cro- it takes on any kind of traction. I hope I didn't say too many minis, and I hope I'm not jinxing. I'm not, and I hope I'm not like, I don't know, man. I just, I feel like this podcast could go on forever. No one's really going to hear about it. <laughs> but we have fun doing it. We could keep, we keep getting the dolphin fucker guests in here. I think, I think this thing's finally going to take off. But god damn, the audio is so shit. Anyway, uh, enough complaint. I think I complained about it the entire episode. This is, a, this is an entire complaining episode. Guys, don't complain throughout an entire episode of your podcast. How about that? You can also write into the show. It's uh, roadsodamail at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Maybe you want to write us a review about your uh, experience when watching My Name is Dolomite, which is the, the new Millennial Book Club segment. So come back next week, and we'll talk about My Name is Dolomite, and, and we'll just have a grand old time because that's what we do here at road soda have a good week guys and also do yourself a favor and go to bed early i'm talking 8 30 get your ass to sleep and you see what it does to you 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 tell me what it does to you <laughs>